Hi, Josh. <laughs> Josh, you wearing what it do, boo? True. I dig your weirdness. I want some more of it. I want to see more of it. I want to feel more of it. Oh my god. Welcome to the Josh Waring podcast. We appreciate you listening. Merci. Alright guys, welcome back to another live episode of Poetic Charm, episode 38. We have an amazing show set up for you, even a new segment called Ladies Night Q&A. And we are joined, of course, once again from all the way under the sea, the Little Mermaid. Hi. No. <laughs> you. Wait, what'd you say? I said there's nothing little about me, but um, I guess it's a term of endearment. I'll accept it. I'm good. How are you? Uh, yes, I'm fine. Thank you. How was your week? It was a... Uh... It was interesting. A lot of uh, cognitive dissonance from the whole, let's say, uh, oppression matter. But mm. besides that, pretty uh, pretty normal stuff. Okay, that's good. That's good. Yeah. What about yourself? Um, I would say it's been a pretty busy work week. Um, but you know, off tomorrow, gonna probably oh, nice. pour some libations and enjoy the day. Absolutely. I'm actually about to do that now with uh, some Mellow Vino. It's actually Honey Mead. So I got to shout out Chloe Diz for putting me on to Mellow Vino. And they're in New Jersey. So I ordered okay. it on Tuesday and it was here today. So I'm nice. like, hey, that's what I'm talking about. Right. Fast service there. Very good. Yeah. And it's have to let me know how it is. It's, it's amazing. It's actually mixed with bourbon. Mm. So very, I like uh, that very fruity earthy aroma Clodiz was showing me uh how to be bougie and how to actually <laughs> sip the wine so you must breathe i messed it up already you got to breathe again how are you supposed to breathe through your mouth <laughs> like i can only do that through my nose it's ridiculous is it like how they do wine tasting where they like slurp it mm. I know a little bit about a little bit. Oh, you know a lot of it. Don't be coy now. <laughs> you have a favorite wine. I don't. I'm not really like a big wine drinker. Um, okay. I don't like red wine too much because it makes me sleepy. Uh, interesting. Okay. So I'm really like a Moscato girl. Okay. Not something a lot of people would like, but you know, it's girly. Hey, and more for you. Light. <laughs> Yeah. Now, are we talking rosé and Moscato or just like straight up Moscato? Um, I don't really have like a huge preference, um, but I like a rosé Moscato as well. Um, you know, I like um, Bellinis and Mimosas. So oh. I will dabble in mixing those together with different juice blends. Um, but I'm really more of like a uh, tequila girl. I see. Yeah. 
Well, with that in mind, perhaps we should have a poetic charm brunch so we can have some of those mimosas, right? That'd be pretty cool. I'm, I'm down trying to have a, a Juneteenth brunch tomorrow. So, Also, I'm actually working on a special project with alcohol and liquor, if you'd be interested in sharing your expertise about tequila. <laughs> Wouldn't call it expertise, but sure, I'm down to sip a few. Um, any more details about this uh uh, what you're going to be doing with alcohol or liquor? Uh, well, not at this time, but it'll okay. be a lot of fun. And I respect that. just giving your opinion, which, uh, you know, I appreciate and value. So thank you once again. Absolutely. Looks like somebody might be having technical difficulties. Oh, I wonder who it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I'd be, I'm definitely down and interested. Oh, yes. Trader Joe's Trader has Joe's. Really Okay. They do. They do. They have some true hidden gems there. Thanks, Chloe. True. They have a bunch of uh, interesting items as well, like food items that you can mix in with your um, cocktails if you want to make them. Okay. So, yeah. That's pretty cool. Is Chloe in Jersey? She is. Okay. Yeah, we should definitely have a poetic charm link up. Oh yeah, and uh, probably work out eventually. Perhaps at KG's gym, maybe not at the uh, public gym. Did you see that uh, the video in the photo of the gyms in California? Mm, I might have missed it. All right, I'll try to pull it up for you. But apparently, they're gonna have like a six, like a six by six, like saran wrap or kind of like a hazmat box for mm -hmm. each. Imagine a bench and like a six six by six perimeter and then to the left and to the right. So it's going to be very, very interesting. Oh, wow. So guess can you have your spotter in there with you or is it just see, that's, one see, person? I'm so glad I've worked out with y'all. So now I know to ask those questions before I would be <laughs> like, that's <laughs> enough space for me. But that's a great point because unless you guys both have masks, I don't know right. that's going to be feasible. Right, right. Um, KG saying that he's seeing a screen that says you're backstage. Okay. Can see. Can you see him? I cannot. That's interesting. Or is it loading and saying that? No. It shows like the screen where you can see mute video, cam mic chat, and then on the underneath his picture it says you're backstage. Only the host can see you. Interesting. Can he uh, try, like, come out and go again? See vous play. <laughs> I mean, because that did work last time. Right. We'll see. So, yeah, anyway, I wish I uh, poured myself a glass of wine. I think during the weeks I'm trying to just do water and then maybe a sip or two on the weekends. <laughs> I'm trying to stay as close to the challenge as I possibly can, you know, like no alcohol, no sweets, no white bread, all that stuff. That's amazing. What a great challenge. Yeah. yeah. How's that? <laughs> how's that going? I mean, so for me, I um, challenged myself with the same one that KG put up on his IG 
probably back in March, I think, right before, you know, all of this happened. Um, um, so it was, it's not, it wasn't that hard for me. Um, I had just, I had ended on April 1st, right? So I had my first drink after that on April 1st. So it wasn't so bad this time around. Um, probably a little bit more difficult being home, right? You tend to snack a little bit more, oh, yeah. buy more snacks and all that kind of stuff. So, but I'm maintaining, I'm making through. He now, said, do, you believe, do you believe in healthy snacks? Cause I feel like there are such things as healthy snacks like fruit. Yeah, but I'm not really a healthy snacker. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Like a healthy snack would be like celery with peanut butter. Um, Ooh, yeah, I'm, ants on the log. I'm talking. Yeah, about. I don't really like peanut butter. Like, I mean, I don't like celery like that. Um, so I'm not really like the healthiest snacker. Fair but uh, fruit is cool. <laughs> <laughs> like even at a, a summer cookout. Um, what healthy snack would you have at a summer cookout? I mean, usually they can have an assortment of fruit like pineapple and yeah. strawberries and blueberries, and I'm sure there might be some watermelon there as well. Yeah. Okay. So don't jump down my neck. I am not a big watermelon fan. Like the actual hey, that's fruit. Fair. Like I like, I like watermelon flavor. And like, since I started juicing, I like watermelon in my juices. But I don't necessarily like to sit there and eat pieces of watermelon. And no, not for me. Now, do you use a a green vegetable when you juice, like kale or something? No, um, I do put celery in my juice um, because I heard celery juice is good for you. But I can't stomach celery by itself. So I usually mix it with apple and ginger. Um, I have put kale sometimes, but I, I really don't like the green, green juices too much. I gotcha. I like things that taste good and fruity. I know that's not always good for you, like it's too much sugar, but I, you know, I want to be able to get it down and I want it to taste good. Oh, absolutely. I think that's key. I think if you are going to adopt the healthy lifestyle, you have to be realistic and having foods that you enjoy that taste good and you could do both. You just have to mm -hmm. start with those options first. So when I went alkaline vegan, I think that's when I actually met you guys when I was first alkaline vegan. And it was mm -hmm. just a hard transition until I figured out meal replacements. So, mm. and replacements. So if you go by a list, just pick everything you absolutely love that you can eat every day. And then mm -hmm. you, that's a better way to start. Agreed. It's about balance. Diet culture, as they call it, is, uh, I don't think it's healthy, right? You still have to have the things in there that you enjoy to make it tolerable. Absolutely. And then, oh, here's the uh, gym I wanted to, to show you. That's what it looks like. Very interesting. I don't know how mm -hmm. I feel about that. And this is in California. Yeah, California gym opens. Huh. Very interesting. I mean, I guess whatever so works, I, right? It's not like it's sealed off, so there's still airflow, which is, is good. And I guess it, mm -hmm. it technically could be if you're at op diagonal ends, it's probably six, probably six feet away. So you could, you right. might be able to have multiple people in there, right? Unless you know their rule is only one person in a pot at, at a time. 
Yeah, that makes sense. But uh, I mean, how feasible is that? Like, what kind of weights do you think they have in there? Do you have to bring your own weights in there yourself? I'm not really a fan. It it appears that there's already weights in there, which I think might be better for cleaning them. And I'm very fascinated about the cleaning process after each person is in there. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And then we we've all been to the gym, right? There's gonna be some people who wanna <laughs> who wanna walk out, get some space, and then come back in. <laughs> right, hogging it up. Like, uh, how many more sets you got? Oh, I got this for the rest of the day. Like, really? Yeah, like not. Nah, yeah, no. I wonder uh, what this can't be like a chain gym. It's got to be like a standalone, you know, that, individually owned gym. That's what it looked like. I feel like it would be one of the gyms that KG would probably create. <laughs> like, <Corey> Cal, yay. <laughs> that's right, funny. What would, what would be in your ideal gym? Hmm. Like what? What equipment are you? crucially missing right now because of the oh, lot everything i mean like i don't have anything at home i have a couple pairs of uh dumbbells i have a, a 10 pound pair and a 20 pound pair and i have some resistance bands that's really okay. it <laughs> fair enough so i need everything i think this question was asked on instagram a few months ago um like if you could bring home a piece of equipment, one piece of equipment what would it be, I would bring the whole squat rack, including the barbell and the weights. Okay. Because you could get a lot done with that. That is fair. You could get a whole lot done with that. <laughs> I feel like that would also be a great piece of content for you and or KG to put out, like all the versatile things that you can do with certain equipment to get the most out of it. Very true. Very true. There's some, there are some pieces of equipment where you can do a lot of different workouts, total body, um, all that kind of stuff. That's why I said the squat rack, right? You can use the barbell to hit so many different um, body parts, upper body, lower body. Possibilities are endless. Absolutely. This is very... But yeah, I'm struggling at home. <laughs> <laughs> and if... I mean, how... Again, because you're a person who regularly goes to the gym. I mean, so what have you been doing at home? Yeah, I mean, it's up and down. The motivation is there sometimes, and it's not. I'm not even going to lie. I have gained some weight during um, this lockdown, if you want to call it that. Mm -hmm. um, so in the beginning, you know, I was, like, going really hard with the weights that I had. I also have, like, a medicine, uh, isn't that? Yeah, stability ball. I have stability ball as well. So I kind of use that as like my bench, right? Because it um, forces you to like engage your core more and stuff like that. But um, I go for regular walks, runs. I'm not a runner, so it's mostly walking, running when I feel like it. Um, okay. And then, you know, a lot of uh, lower body too um, with the bands. And actually one of my girlfriends and I, we, um, we use the Nike training um, app. Since nice. they, made it, they made it, you know, the premium workouts free. Um, we use that once or twice a week. We get together via FaceTime and we will um, we will uh, do that for, you know, 20 to 30 minutes. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's what I kind of disliked about the gym that I was going to, that there was no sauna. I would love a sauna. Hmm. 
Because I belong to LA Fitness as well, and they do have a sauna. Yes, that's why I wanted to join that gym. They were supposed to build one close by, um, but it was taking forever. Yeah, Quaker Bridge Mall, right? Or across the street? Uh, no, down down further from Quaker Bridge. Hmm. Um, but who knows what happened with that? So I guess my dreams of a sauna are going out of the window. Yeah, that's true. And then <laughs> I guess we could, uh, you know, we can get started. Okay. Because this one, I feel like this one perplexed the entire group when we saw this. A man that rushes to please you sexually but not cater to you mentally is not the one, sis. So, Miss Ariella, when you hear something like this, some advice from a lady to other ladies, mm-hmm. how do you feel? I do not see anything wrong with the message, right? Maybe some people don't like the word cater to, um, mm-hmm. but I think it's essentially saying, like, if a man is just after your lady parts, but it doesn't stimulate your mind or anything mm-hmm. else, then he's not the one, right? self-explanatory like uh he just wants sex from you um if he's not willing to talk about anything that you're interested in like i said that stimulates you mentally even spiritually emotionally that's definitely not the one for you i would uh if if a young lady is looking for that i would tell her if she's looking for more of like a relationship type or somebody you know who's going to get to know her i would say steer steer clear of that my opinion and I, I mean, I got that as well from from seeing it. But then I thought, and I was like, wait a minute. Most likely, because most, I'll say, I'll say, a fair amount of women are very sophisticated and cerebral and intellectual. So I was like, you're probably not even going to get there unless you at least stimulate her mentality a little bit. So right, that's exactly. Like, eh. Yeah. Yep. Right. If you if you got that far to uh, as Kevin would call it, clap cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> then <laughs> that may be all she was looking for or she was naive. Right. Um, but yeah, I think I, I don't actually don't think cater is a bad word. Right. I think they should cater to you both mentally and sexually. But I'm I'm not saying that a man should only be the one doing the catering um, in those areas. I think a woman should, you know, cater to a man sexually and emotionally, mentally as well. That's a wonderful point. And Miss Ariel, if you could for the the young men who are learning about women and themselves, right? Could mm-hmm. you explain from just your own perspective as a woman, what does catering mean to you? Like, what does that look like for a lady? Because like you, like you said, all of us have our own subjective view of catering. So what right. would catering to a sophisticated lady be like? Um, I guess it's, it's different all the time, right? There's no one right answer. Um, but catering to me mentally, um, you know, having interesting conversation. I think I've mentioned this before, not just always texting, keeping it interesting and keeping it spontaneous um, where we don't fall into like a routine, so to speak of, okay, I know you're going to text me every day at 9am and say, um, Hey, good morning, beautiful. Right. Maybe don't text me every morning at 9am. Keep me guessing, make me text you sometimes right keep keep that interesting i think that it stimulates a little bit too um have interesting topics to talk about you know um not just how was your day you know 
interesting books maybe that you read or that you've heard about things that you talk about within your inner circles um things that you know you're thinking about doing maybe you have like business plans um things that you can teach me that i don't know right and vice versa there could be things that i could teach him you whoever that you don't know i think it's always a great relationship when you can bounce ideas off of each other and you can get you know, little things and tidbits from each other regularly. Um, very stimulating. Absolutely. And I mean, I don't know about you, but I, I consider myself a, a lifetime learner. So I love learning new things. And mm-hmm. geez, thank you for joining in once again. Recipro- reciprocal energy is key. I agree. I agree in the law of reciprocity. It should be authentic. It should not be forced. And I think the relationship is probably going to be much stronger when it when it occurs in that way. Right. Agreed. Yeah. Claude Diz says catering means learning her mind just like you learn her body. Everyone is an individual and has specific needs and desires. Absolutely. There is no one size fits all. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Agreed. Thank you, Claude. Always coming through with the gems. Absolutely. And <laughs> from KG. No, I just asked him what he was going to do. Um, he, so the screenshot he had sent me showed that the show ended, but I'm like, maybe you're using an old link. Hmm. That, wow. That actually might be it. That's a great, I did send him the link. Which link are you using? But uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, and I guess for a guy, catering definitely means understanding when you need your space, right? Just like the whole concept of a, a man cave and similar mm-hmm. to how women need their own, you know, alone time as well. So understanding when you need that space at specific times, especially just like how we started the conversation, right? How is your day? How much space do you need? And in what specific right. location? And again, right. Like how cheese is saying reciprocity for sure. Yeah, I think um, self time is important in every relationship. And I think, you know, the more you grow with somebody, the more you understand and know like when they need that space and that time and being in a healthy relationship, you should um, be able to understand that your partner does need that, that space and that time to, you know, recharge and, be um, effective in your relationship, right? I think if you're always on top of each other and you don't have your own separate spaces from time to time or your own self time, um, how can you come together and really, you know, like we're saying, mentally stimulate each other? If you're always together 24 seven, you don't have any time apart. You don't have your own, you know, friends outside of your relationship. You have to be able to have different experiences. Similar to what we talked about last time, right? With the Iman Shumpert uh, video. You have to exactly. be able to go out and experience different things outside of your partner and bring it back and, you know, help the relationship grow, not only you, but together. It's definitely essential because if you don't give each other their space to grow, you're not going to grow. And eventually you're going to smother the other person. And then unfortunately, they'll probably outgrow you. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, which happens a lot, unfortunately, For, you know, on both sides. <laughs> And I, I just feel like it's, un, you know, it's unfortunate because I feel 
for whatever reason, people want to have the status of a relationship without being ready to have a relationship. So they're more connected to the the idea than the actual uh, process that is required, right? Because it does take effort on both parts. Oh yeah, 100%. I think uh, maybe not everyone, but I think a large part uh, population go through that sometimes, right? Like you fall in love with the idea of being in a relationship. You're like, you know, you don't want to be single anymore. Let me go find somebody. But you haven't found yourself yet. Um, I wholeheartedly believe that um, being single is something that people need to do when they get out of relationships, right? They need to learn themselves. Sometimes you need to relearn yourself after you've had a breakup. It's There's nothing wrong with it. I, I don't, I'm not knocking anybody, but jumping from relationship, relationship to relationship, how do you really know yourself? You have to be comfortable being alone before you can be comfortable with somebody else. Absolutely. Brilliantly said. I mean, you can't be a, a frog going from lily pad to lily pad, right? <laughs> right. I, mean, and I agree with Dr. Umar Johnson when he says, when he gives his advice to ladies, like ladies shut down the womb. And that, mm. that like that also applies to men as well because when I went celibate for and usually I go celibate every year like mm. my birthday so it's my birthday is always the 40th day of the year because it's before the leap year so it's like okay. 40 days 40 nights type of challenge let's okay. say and the first time I did it it was until it was around nine months mm -hmm. so until I went to, to Egypt but uh yeah it's I, it does realign focus mm -hmm. and for men specifically, I can, and I, I assume it's the same for women, just in a different way. When yeah. you when you save your your sexual energy, let's say, you you gain more power when you do that. Oh, absolutely! It's like a cleansing, right? Like, mm. they, they, you know, you have to. There was a post. I don't know if it we shared it or someone shared it, um, but um, women need to cleanse their womb, right after being with someone sexually let's just say for like five years right you have to get that person out of your system wholeheartedly <laughs> yes <laughs> and i won't i won't go too deep into it but i feel like you know our bodies hold on to a lot of that energy and bring it you know into other spaces whether it be into other relationships um and i believe that it you know for some women it holds your body back from doing certain things reproducing um or you know cleansing itself like it's supposed to on a regular basis you have like these reproductive issues so i believe that as well right you have to cleanse your mind body spirit womb all that cleanse Amen. your womb how well there's lots of different ways kevin <laughs> <laughs> i think a, a douche might be the first start no no ladies do not <laughs> listen to that <laughs> Each. That's not the first start, but there are ways. Or the the yoni, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, and then other like you know, there are like spiritual things. I'm not going to get into that too much, too. I'm freaking anybody out, but like you know, there's like Reiki healing, energy healings, uh, things oh, like, like that. Tarot, okay. <laughs> not I, not I necessarily got. tarot, but like energy. A little so. bit of astrology. Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, I got you. But the thing is, you're speaking complete facts because they're actually doing studies now that mm -hmm. are actually showing that when 
like as you were saying, the whole concept of you have to cleanse yourself of the previous relationship and the man specifically, because mm-hmm. they say that even the man's DNA will travel up to a woman's mind. That's what they're noticing. Really? So and women take on certain characteristic traits and whatnot. Okay. I could see that. Kind of a, a combination of nature versus nurture, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. You are always the uh, factual, statistical guy. I appreciate that. <laughs> That's a no-no. No douche. Yeah, no, no douching. Please don't. <laughs> We're we're old enough to know better. <laughs> what is but, that? Uh, I think it's like energy healing too. Okay, womb healing. I like that. All right. Yeah, like I said, you know, not to go into too much detail, but I think a lot of women experience like reproductive issues sometimes, and a womb healing um, or cleansing could help. Um, with that, it could be, you know, some trauma from past relationships, energy from past relationships that you're holding on to. Maybe your partner, like, you know, they didn't want to have kids and that weighed heavily on you, stressed you. Um, cleanse that out. The time you get with somebody else, sis, you'd be surprised how fast you get pregnant. I've seen it happen. It's true. And speaking of happily ever after, let's move on to our next subject. And thank you, KG, <laughs> for being in the comments as well. So this was also sent by Claude Diz. Shout out to Claude Diz. You can't replace a woman that gives you wifey and best friend vibes. And Claude's follow-up was, what are wifey vibes? And then I'll follow up and ask Miss Ariella, what are, you know, what are hubby vibes, I guess, right? Mm, sure. Um. Sorry, I'm just trying to forward this link. Hubby vibes? I mean, I don't know if I like the terminology wifey <laughs> and hubby vibes. Like, yeah, what no. is that? It's um, a totally 90s. <laughs> yeah. Um, vibes? Like, uh, it's different, right? I can't speak for everyone. I, can, I guess I can speak for myself, and I guess I wouldn't even call them hubby vibes before I would even, like, call someone a hubby hubby we have to get to that dating stage first right you have to sort all that other stuff before i'm like oh yeah that's hubby or that's my man or whatever you want to call it um but you know the, what we were saying i think it goes in line to what we we're saying before right being able to stimulate your mind first um keep your attention have good conversation good company you know somebody that you want or I should say, I mean, somebody that I want to be around on a regular basis, someone that I can bring into my inner circles and not feel weird and iffy or feel like I got to explain a lot to my friends. Um, somebody that makes me feel comfortable um, and somebody that I can build with, right? That is not just for the moment. Someone that I can see longevity with. Um, and like I said, teach me things. I can teach them things, right? It's not just like one-sided where, you know, gender roles sometimes get in the way with these relationships, but I, I don't believe that, you know, traditional gender roles are always important. So maybe that would be hubby material, maybe dating material. <laughs> That's true. And I mean, if you're going to take it to that level, I feel like both of you have to be synchronized on those things. So yes, for me, a wifey material, wifey vibes, if you will, is being being in tune, right? Being on the same page, 
not mm-hmm. having a lot of ambiguity about the situation, right? So it's it's very transparent because I feel like communication mm-hmm. is key. I definitely agree with that concept. In yes. addition to, for me personally, I would want someone to make all other, let's say, women who are of dating or romantic quality irrelevant because I I have you. I don't I don't need anyone else. You know what Absolutely. I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. Keep your attention. Um, sometimes I think you know there's ebbs and flows of a relationship, and that may come and go. Um, but you know, can for the most part keep your attention. I think that's important too for both men and women because. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want her, somebody else probably want her too. Absolutely. And vice versa. So I feel like being able to curb advances, I feel like has to be also part of that as well. And to naturally do it. Like I, yeah. I feel like I shouldn't have to be in front of you in order to to do that. And you know, likewise, I shouldn't I shouldn't have to be like, oh, you know, I'm uh you know, the cat's away, mice will play type of thing. It's it goes both ways. Right, right. The respect. Absolutely. I think it's a respect thing, too. Um, But also you have to really be into your partner uh, for that as well. Don't disagree. And for you, what lets you know that it's actually even close to being in that category with someone while you're you're dating and transitioning to that? Energy. Hmm. It's energy, you know, the feeling that you get, you know, you can hang out with a bunch of people all the time and have fun. But I think it's something different when the energy like when it feels like it's just you two in the room, like the room around you, like everything around you doesn't matter. The room stops when you're together. Um, it's like time stops and it's like, wow, I don't want this to end. Or, you know, you always think about that or you always go to. You know, I want to do something like I don't really just feel like sitting home or I don't mind sitting home, but I want that person to sit home with me. We don't really got to do much. We can just shoot the shit. We can have a couple drinks, maybe throw something on the grill or whatever. Um, I think that's you get that feeling for me, at least I get that feeling. It's like energy. Like I want your energy around me all the time. Our energies match. They sync up. Right. There's no headbutting. Um, sexual energy is great. Yeah. Wow! Welcome, special guest. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, Big Mike, you speaking facts there, my bro? Yeah, I would say that's a good perspective. Yeah, right. That is a good perspective. I had to really dig in my bag to get on this show. Nice, appreciate it. What up, KG? What's going on, good people? So I jumped into the um sorry about moving the camera. So I jumped well you can see my whole cave down It's just creepy as fuck. So Dean, I like that. (laughs) Yeah, this is this is different. Um so I had to jump into the chat just to kind of follow along real quick while I was trying to work out how to get on the show. What did I miss about cleaning your room? What? Cleaning your womb. Oh, oh cleaning womb. your womb. I thought you said room. Sorry. Yeah. Um. Um. That looks like you guys got a backpedal. I'll I'll catch up later. Well, no, no, we can talk about it again. Yeah. That's fine. Right. It's completely related, though. Okay. 
Yes. Yeah, so uh, we were just so we started off talking about, you know, um, your partner catering to you, not just sexually, but also mentally. Um, and that kind of flew, flowed into cleansing yourself of your past relationship. And so I talked about womb cleansing and energy cleansing and how, you know, cleansing the womb can help women um, not just refreshing themselves for a new relationship, but reproductively, like it's been said that we carry stress on our body and in our wombs. And sometimes if you have a womb clean, uh, cleansing, uh, it can help you reproduce, uh, maybe have better sexual experiences with a new partner. Absolutely. And you remember this, this meme, KG? A man that rushes to please you sexually, but not cater to you mentally is not the one to, I do remember this meme. Yes. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Oh man. Yeah. Teddy Riley. Yo. All right. Wait. To, wait till you back in the gym. All right. <laughs> oh. Did you say they hate on you? So. <clears throat> I like my fries salty. It don't even matter. Anyway, um, so I, I this is the first me hearing something like this, right? So I get a lot of things are going through my mind, right? So um, I guess the women in the comments agree like this is a, a real thing. That what is a real thing? Uh, to cleanse your wound. Oh, I thought you were talking about the cater to piece. Yeah, yeah. no. I, let's move past it because I'm confused about that. We'll circle back some other time. Yes, women in the comments do believe that wound cleansing is a thing. Close said yoni steam, um, and yeah, it has everything with ridding the body of negative energy. I think so. It's, it's a thing. What? Have you heard of this, Josh? Uh, just recently. So I got a shout out Simply like Intimate. Today years old? Uh, I would say during the quarantine period, I learned about it. The Yanni. Yoni. Yoni. So you seem like you don't feel like you don't believe it to be true, Kevin. I don't know enough about it, right? I don't have a womb. I feel like whatever thoughts or ideas I may have will be short-sighted. So that's one that I'll just say, okay, to maybe I'll see what I can find out, you know, in the future to uh, stop being ignorant of that perspective or uh, that topic. But anyway, catering. Um, Did you guys both give your opinion on it? Mm-hmm. Yes. Just like a brief synopsis of your perspective. We can go again if you'd like. Yeah. So essentially, I was saying that catering has to be, you know, reciprocal type of thing. It can't be. It can't be a one-way street. And people in the comments also were reiterating that as well. Just and it obviously, it's going to be subjective. It's not going to be a one-size-fits-all. Um, okay. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty straightforward, right? But I guess because, uh, I guess everybody's generally on the same page, 
And, uh, um, you know, I like to I like to mix it up. So I just want to add a, a perspective to that, right? So in a relationship, typically, typically one person likes the other person more, right? Mm -hmm. Typically, mm -hmm. right? Walk with me. I swear to God, I'm going somewhere with this, right? So <clears throat> usually the person that cares less, right, has the leverage. The most power, absolutely, yes. And typically, that individual that has the leverage is the one that usually gets more catered to, right? True. In my opinion, the person that is being catered to doesn't typically reciprocate that energy until they reach a point that they are a little more balanced in their relationship or taking their relationship seriously or start to see the other person as a potential long-term mate. And then that's when it starts to be reciprocated. So the reason why I bring this up is because everybody says, hey, obviously it needs to be a mutual thing. But <clears throat> I guess realistically, it's not always a mutual thing. So somebody would generally take the lead on it, right? Now, if we all agree that it has to be mutual, do we all agree that the person who likes more is the person that should continue to take the lead? That might depend on the gender roles as well. We were going to say that. I was counting on that, right? So... Personally, I think that how's that tea, Josh? It looks like it's at a real good temperature. Actually, it's a uh, it's honey mead mixed with bourbon, so it's pretty cool. Shout out to Clodiz Mellow Vino. It's right here in New Jersey. I ordered on Tuesday. It came here today, so I'm I'm very ecstatic. Wine in the mill. <clears throat> I'm for it, but um. You said that it depends on the gender. I thought you would say that. I disagree that it depends on the gender. It depends on the dynamic of the relationship. Now, <clears throat> generally, I think that um, I think that when it's lopsided and a dude likes and a man likes a woman more, it has that type of dynamic. The man generally goes harder than a woman goes in the opposite situation. Fight me. The man goes harder <laughs> if he's the one that likes more in the relationship. Yeah. So like when the if a dude likes a woman more than the woman likes to do, he really has to try harder to a keep her attention to continue to try to uh, keep her interested. He really has to go out of her way because if she's not 100% sure she wants to deal with him, typically there are other gentlemen callers in the vicinity, right? Orbiter is, I believe the term is. Say that again? Orbiter is, I believe the term is. Orbiters, right? And, and this can be true for both genders, right? But in this situation, say. right, in this situation, um, Women have a better way of, 
of masking orbiters. Um, if you were to flip it, um, a woman, as we mentioned in a previous live, like men that other women like. So it's not necessarily something that the dude has to hide, right? The woman, on the other hand, she's not going to show her hand, so to speak, and let her know that there are orbiters lingering because she's like, ah, mm, he likes, she likes this about him, like that about him, but she's not really taking him serious. So he really has to go above and beyond in order to get the proper and to hopefully down the line get the proper balance. I personally disagree with this perspective, but it doesn't make it less true. Now, if you're to flip it and then the woman likes the man more, she's going to do stuff or pretend to be a little more of something that he likes, right? Um, the old bait and switch, right? Um, I see your face doing the thing because I think you know that this is real. Are they saying anything in the comments? Because this is real. No, not yet. I mean, again, that's, that's where we started, right? We started with the big switch. All My face is dancing because before you finish your second thought, with the point that you made, if the if it's true that a woman is not going to let it be known about her orbiters, but it's more apparent that men has orbiters or women who you know are after him and like him then how can you say that the man will go harder if he doesn't know that there are other men chasing his girl i think it's true for the woman the woman goes harder she's the one that likes more in the relationship just my opinion have you ever had a guy like you more than you like him yes did you guys ever have a relationship no you know why? <laughs> In fact, I, I'm quite certain you're probably saying things like this. How a little world, baby girl. You just gotta be worthy. Yeah, yeah. You don't gotta be perfect. Oh, oh, oh. You just gotta be worthy. Yeah, 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 yeah. How a little world, baby girl. Was he saying things like that, Miss Ariel, just out of curiosity? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I mean, I think that would be grounds for some women. Um, to not get into a relationship with that person. But um, anyway, you were saying, KG? I mean, you know what I mean? I, I made it I made it a nice and I laid it out on the table. I mean, what am I saying? I said it. So you I'll had a second point. The point is, is that the second point, I, if there's a second point, is that I'm right about my first point. Like, <laughs> really. You meant what he said? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, these are facts. So, these are facts because um, she you said, said it. in the comments, she said that these are facts because it's true. I don't decide whether the, uh, the the majority follow this or not. This is just what it is. I don't make the rules. I'm not here to make the rules. I'm just here to follow them, right? And in mm -hmm. some cases, enforce them. But we'll circle back to that another time. Anyway, um, what we're talking about right now is simply that when uh, the bait and switch does occur, no argument, right? But the 
fact of the matter is, is that men have to go harder than women if the woman doesn't like them more, right? Now, women do have to go hard when a dude is not as interested, but the success rate is more likely for women, right? That's why a man that is dating a woman that doesn't like him as much as he likes her, bro, it's better to just let it go. Cause you really like you really gotta or she'll deal with you, but she don't really like you for you. She like you for some other shit that you bring into the table. It's 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 actually like, you know what, you guys are kind of fucked up. Interesting. So you just said if she doesn't like you as much as you like her, it's better if you just let it go, right? Those were your words just now? Yeah. In a previous podcast, you told the young brothers to stay in the friend zone. So is it let it go and be her friend or let it go and forget that, Jay? All right. So what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to spend, spend some time fixing Thank you connection. one time because if you're going to try to come for me in a debate, you need to have your facts together, right? <laughs> so I'm what I said was a question. <laughs> I'm going to correct you because you're, you're not correct. The question doesn't even make sense because I didn't say that. <sighs> I asked you if that's what you said. What is considered going hard? Clothes. What is considered <laughs> going hard? <laughs> I mean, I asked you if that's what you said. You didn't say no. Yeah. So that's so are why you, I asked uh, my question. Are we going to do this? I don't have a problem with that. I'm not trying to debate you. I just asked a question. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, so in the future, just think about what you say for you say. So what I said in the past was simply, I said that, uh, no disrespect. Um, Very disrespectful. Uh, respectfully. I meant that respectfully. So um, so uh, I, I'll make it short and to the point. So what I said was I piggyback off of the advice that Josh gave on uh, Hood Ratchet TV. Um, um, he said that... Um, no, that was actually my comment. I said, you can work your way in. Now, what I did say, you can work your way in. You can work your way in. But I also said that this is not something that I have done. So somebody comments and it says, somebody that is successful, how can you give advice to somebody who's unsuccessful? I said, this is not the best approach, but it can work. I wouldn't do it, but you can do it. That's what I said. Right. So it's it's uh, similar to being able to survive a jump out of a 16 story window, but you don't advise that they jump out of that 16 story window. That's how I look at the friend zone. It's possible, but it's probably not the best approach for you. OK. I mean, if you're going to do it, this is how you do it. But you should probably just use the elevator. Right. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. That wasn't my argument, to be clear. So anybody else that feels that way, that was not my perspective. So. Sometimes I don't want to encourage I've heard that before. Oh, I would agree. Um, okay. Probably from experience too, though, right? I think women go through that liking a man more and find that, you know, find a man that likes you more first and then, you know, carry on with your relationship. But I have heard that. Well, why do, why do you think they give that advice? I don't know. You have no idea why they give that advice? I'm not walking into this trap with you. Why don't you just You're in say it. You you look around. You're inside the trap. Welcome yeah. home. My question is, why do you in by two Aquariuses that want to jump down my throat for nothing. Aquarians. Thank you. Whatever. <laughs> Leo. 
<laughs> Go ahead. So, I mean, I, I think my point is made. Um, but with that said, I, you know, I'm not. I'm not gonna belabor it. Clodez, uh said, "What is going hard?" I feel like the the questions rhetorical. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> So either either she like she like being facetious, right? Right. Or or she's always been on the side that she likes the person less than they like her. No, right? maybe she just wants so to I, stir up for people in the comments that want to know what is going hard. It's always nice to get opinions. What was that? <laughs> Interesting. Okay, from experience, yes, from experience, that's why they would give that advice. Right to give them the proper leverage and yeah, because it's a hard fight to fight. You're right, and poetic charm is giving that leverage back to young men. That that's all. Quite simple. I'm gonna keep my faces to myself. I'm sorry. I think that sometimes, like. People forget the purpose of poetic charm. I'm glad that you reiterated that. Right. Well, I'm I, here to set the record straight for the ladies, some of us at least. That's cool. Uh, that's awesome. But if you're gonna give advice, you know what I mean? Don't don't be a hypocrite. You know that leverage how it works in a situation. And if one person likes the other person more or less, you know how that plays out. I'm not being you just said for yourself. I don't think I'm being hypocritical because I said that I think the women tend to be the ones that um, like the men more than the men liking the women more. I don't think that's the case. I just think that relationships are usually built more that direction than the other way. Hmm. Have okay. you been on that side of the liking more than um, being liked? Have you been Say on that again? Have you been on that side? Have you been one of those men who've been in a situation where you liked the woman more than she liked you? This huh. is, well, all right. So I'm. I have to explain, right? Mm -mm. Yes or no? Well, no. Oh. Well, okay. Well, I'm going to explain if I can, right? Please do. Yep. So I. I want to preface this by saying that um you know i've grown a lot in in my past and um i'm not the same person that i was right so yeah um in a previous live i also mentioned how to trap right so there are for men because uh it's very difficult we have to deal with uh, a lot of things to, to get with women um I, I don't really i don't really think i should be saying this um so certain types of women like certain types of men right and sometimes certain types of women are attracted to something different right you may sometimes you gotta you gotta have a different representative so i have presented a different representative which seemed as though
you know, to give off a different type of leverage, like, oh, oh, you know, I'm more into you. And the reality is I was I was there to release the Kraken. And, you know, I mean, that was an angle that, you know, got me the home plate. You know what I mean? <laughs> we both knew that during this journey that it wouldn't be anything substantial. So I don't, I think there was no harm, no foul. But that was so long, 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 long time. Just playing the game. I got you. Nah, I'm not even sure why that story was told. All you had to do was say well, because, no. Well, I said no, but. Exactly. The bait and switch. It's important because it, it would seem like, yeah, if you saw it from the outside. See? The bait and switch. So looking back, she like, he definitely liked me more than I like. <laughs> like. Mm. Peace. Okay. And then KG, speaking of, let's say, levels of desirability, the next subject was this. You can't replace a woman that gives you wifey and best friend vibes. How do you feel about that statement? Um, I think everybody's replaceable. <laughs> Is it? Is it? That's what you have to say. Yo, I love my Aquarians. <laughs> so let me let me let me uh let me expound a little bit, right? Everybody's replaceable, but you can't necessarily replace a vibe. You can replace a person, right? If you're independent, you got your own thing going on. You're taking care of yourself. Sometimes, like 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 Hope said. I just need somebody on the other card to hold hold the cards up. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Like so, yeah, I'm I dig you, I like you, I'm 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 all about it. But like now nah, you're not gonna stop the whole show. You know what I mean? So can you replace them? Yeah, is it gonna be the same? Nah, but will you be good? Yeah. So there you go. Everybody's replaceable. Facts only. Miss Ariella, you clearly disagree. Please same, but I mean it's I, I like, I really was into, like, I like a really good hamburger. I don't eat meat anymore. I just hooked up a couple bean, a bean burger and a veggie burger, and it was delicious. It wasn't a beef burger, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not hungry anymore. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, everybody can be replaceable. You can't always get the same thing. You won't necessarily have the same value, but nah, that's. It's like, you know, like, I mean, like, poor, poor example, maybe, but if anybody has a step parent, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you want your parent there, but you're accustomed to this person. They're good to you. They're there for you. You can count on them. There's no, no extra. But like, damn, I don't even, I haven't even thought about you in X amount of time. You know what I'm saying? So it would, can you replace them? Yeah. Is it the same? No, but could it be better? Possibly. It's just different. Right. Don't disagree. Wife, you best friend vibes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think the other, I don't know if you had asked that, Josh, because I was in between texting while that um, subject came up, but you were asking, like, what are hubby vibes? So would you be able to answer, Kevin, what are wifey vibes? And I said, I don't really like the terminology wifey and hubby, but... You know, what are wifey vibes? Um, I think that this is uh, relative. 
right? Um, just my opinion, right? Um, because that is based on a person. It's just, it's just like looks. It's like it's relative. Like she's attractive. You know what I mean? Like I saw somebody post something in the comments, be like, "Oh, we posted in pictures of fours now." Be like, she's an eight. And somebody, <laughs> right? <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's really what it boils down to, right? Shout to Ratchet TV, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean those are the facts. Like so, I could give you what I consider to be a wifey, but who am I? I'm just some guy. You know what I mean? If Joshua to give his perspective, he's still just some guy. It may be similarities in that, but that's not going to be a blanket thing for everybody. Some people like to chase. Some people like projects. They like fixer uppers. I want them. I want my shit moving ready, dog. Like I'm not. I'm not with all that. You know what I mean? Like I don't want to have to remodel the kitchen before I move. I don't want to do that. I want it good. I want mine good to go, so we can pick up and build up. Not, you know. Okay. True. Good so I did a lot of talking to say that there's no real definitive answer. I think the same thing would go for women, right? So. Yeah, that's what I said. I mean, you missed that part of the conversation. So excuse that I already gave that answer. But yeah, I said, I can't speak for every, like there's no blanket hubby material that I can I tell say, people. I will say this though. It is essential and I don't care who she is. Um, it is essential that she know how to cook. <laughs> yes, you always find someone new. Someone new. But each fish is different. I literally said that, Mike. Like that's really what I said. It's like, bro, like you can replace the individual, but the vibe or the energy may not be the same. But there, you, know, you replace them. You know what I right. mean? It's not like your life is going to be miserable. Yeah. You know, you're gonna you're gonna make lemonade out of lemons, right? The the show must go on, right? And I I really believe, you know, I'm a strong believer that you can't give anybody that much control over your peace and your happiness. Yeah, you Amen. would be miserable for sure. You know what I mean? So if if I love you tremendously, but it's just throwing off my peace and my energy, I'm chasing too much and we just can't connect. We can't get along or even simple things. And I think this is like a primary thing that happened in relationships is that people can't communicate with each other. Right. Their community, how they communicate gets in the way of their communication. So they spend more time talking about how they talk about what they're talking about rather than talking about what they talk about. And it, it's better to just let it go. Just wash it, man. Start over. You loved it. I was best friends. Loving basketball. Fuck all that. You know what I'm saying? Like it is what it is. And you try again and you learn from the mistakes. I actually dated so, that movie which is very interesting and i have to agree with sis here amanda yizzy i think it's because women desire to be loved whereas men are looking for respect hmm. so does that imply that women aren't looking for respect no I and men aren't looking for that, love that's what no well, I know it was a question. Like, like I don't want to be I mean, ridiculous and be like, "Oh, if you say Black Lives Matter and all lives don't matter," like I didn't understand what's happening. That's why I'm asking. Seriously, well, I can't answer for someone else's comment, but I mean, um, honestly, because I I know her, I feel like it's obviously part of being the desire to be loved. That love comes with respect, if that makes sense. 
You good, KG? Miss Ariella, you had some thoughts on You said, obviously, the desire to be loved is what? Cut out. Oh, so there's respect within within that love. So the desire to be loved, there's respect within that love. But I think she's saying that women, in terms of their hierarchies, they desire. Oh, the way they prioritize. Right. And men prioritize respect. You mean. Absolutely. Yeah, I can go with that. Then. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah, I, I, I fucks with that. Ayo or Ay, whoever that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I fucks with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Miss like, Ariel, think about it. Like, could you, like, could you really be with a woman who loves you more than they respect you? Right. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Like, excuse. I mean, like, excuse me, excuse me, who are you raising your voice at? I'm an adult. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, to balance it off, we got a problem. <laughs> excuse me? It's fear of loss. My opinion is fear of loss or feeling that person is irreplaceable is what keeps people from cheating or things to jeopardize their relationship. That's, that's possible, Miguel. That's certainly possible. But as I was saying, for what I look for in a significant other, It's someone who makes all other women irrelevant. So the desire isn't even there. So you don't even need the fear of loss or anything like that. Cause that's that desire to stray simply isn't there. There's cause there's no need. I would say that that's interesting. Um, I don't know if it's always, um, feeling that that person is irreplaceable. I think it's just a fear, um, of, I don't know. Like, I don't think it's an irreplaceable fear. I just like, I don't think that that always attributes to why people cheat. Um, I think it's deeper than that. But so I wouldn't 100% agree with what Mike said, but yeah, interesting perspective. I think that, I think that that perspective comes with a lot of baggage, right? Um, I used the example um, about a step parent, right? Um <clears throat> You know, a lot of us have experienced something like that or something comparable. So when you think about it, it's like you're dealing with childhood things, like abandonment issues. So honestly, at you know, when you really start to step back and look at the whole thing, when you want to really love somebody, you need to understand how they view love, right? So with that being said, like if they have baggage, they have abandonment issues. They've been cheated on, so they would rather break up with you before you break up with them or cheat on you before you cheat on them because they look at it as part of a relationship. So I think that the perspective is something to consider, but I feel like it's weak. And not to say Mike is weak, don't get me wrong. I'm saying like anybody who carries that can grow out of that, but you got to be able to teach them and show them like, hey, This is love. This is what it is. This is how it should be. This is how it can be. I know this is what you're used to, and you help them walk them through that. Nobody's perfect. Everybody has holes in their armor when it comes to how to love and how to be in a relationship. And I think that that is an example of when you grow and when you know, and when you can, and I just use this just because it helps me, but when you can teach a woman how to love, how to be loved, how to listen and communicate, Respect and love, the way that that shit intertwines, it's not like it, man. So I feel like, yeah, anybody can cheat. 
you know what I mean? And, and if you have that perspective, like, you know, uh, if you feel like, you know, uh, that abandonment may make you cheat, then, you know, that's why everybody's replaceable. Some of that shit's fixable, some of it's not. It's true. And just to reiterate that sentiment. And it's just like, look, I wanted to see Arrow. Everything else is background noise. Sorry, girls. <laughs> just, uh, you know, everyone else becomes irrelevant. Simple as that. Mm-hmm. I didn't know where that was going. When I started playing, I was like, Yo, what is about to happen? <laughs> I had to like, I had looked at my face to make sure that I had to like put my poker face back on. I was like, what is he gonna do? But all right, I'm I'm with you. I'm with I'm with you. And the next segment also comes from Claude Diz, and I think we all remember this question, which is a wonderful question. Gentlemen, would you want to know if one of your close friends was sliding in your ex's DM? You and the ex were together for a long-term relationship for five plus years. Just you know, just to remove all ambiguity, something substantial, something that could have the potential go to go to the next level. Let's say uh wifey vibes. <laughs> and what did you think about that, KG? Um what I want to know. Um, uh, sure, right? You know what I mean? Like, I, I honestly like the the question for me. Like, I, I can't see it as something that I wouldn't know because um, I don't have friends. I got brothers. You know what I mean? If they on my team, they my A team. And if they not that, then they not my man's anyway. So I like my fried soil. You think, oh, I got, I talk, I don't really, you know what I'm saying? More than likely the type of person that I am and how I've always been is like, I usually have really good relationships with people, typically, in most cases, have still, you know, good relationships with exes. So more than likely, me and them fly anyway. You know what I'm saying? So if you tried to bag or they were interested, I would know beforehand. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, like, keep your grass cut, the snakes are show. So I think for somebody else, um, and that's not, you know, guaranteed, but that's just how my life is set up currently. But I think for somebody else, I think they would want to know. But it as a dude, like, we got this, it's, just, it's this feeling. I don't know what to call it. I don't know if it's an ego, if it's pride or... I think out the gate, we want to say that we don't care. I mean, but yeah, we care. I mean, we don't care as much as a woman would care, but we want to know. You know what I'm saying? I think that women, like, really, really care. I mean, they really, really care. Am I right? No. <laughs> oh. I want to know so that I can stop being friends with that person. Um... So what I had said was that's not truly my friend if they even considered it. Um, I think if someone brought that information to me, it would be like they would kind of be bragging, right, to try and throw it in my face. And that's not necessarily my friend anyway. Um, but, you know, also, if they brought that information to me, I would kind of be like, are you considering it? Like, like what's up? Like, why are you even entertaining it? Um, so yeah, I I don't I want to know so that we can stop being friends because um, that says a lot about you, the friend, 
um, if you're, you know, sliding in my ex's DMs. Um, so can I ask a question? Go ahead. So if, what if your friend, right? She, um, you know what I'm saying? She's going through like, she's going through a dry spell, right? And um, she was like, yo, like such and such, hey, I ran into such and such and blah, blah, blah. You guys, are, you're in a whole nother relationship right now and everything like that. Right, and she's just trying to get a, her back done. Yeah, you know I mean, so she's like, "Hey, I'm not interested in him. He's not interested in me. It just seems like maybe I could get a cutty buddy out of this situation. I just, I'm not into him. It's nothing substantial. And you know, you know, I ain't been, you know. So you would clock about, clock about that deal? Sounds messy, and uh, I wouldn't call it clock clock blocking. But again, that's what it is. But definitely. Any of my any of my close circle of friends are not going to come to me with that. So if someone approached me with that, that's not my friend. And I would say, do you, Boo Boo? Anyone in my close circle, my sister. You would stop being friends with her if she's like, yo, I like legit, like Yeah, because person that tried to holler at me in like forever. I'm I'm trying to get Yeah, so if we're going off of what it says on the screen, right? I was with this person for five plus years. That is a substantial relationship. You, if you're a really good friend of mine, right? In my inner, inner circle, you know a lot about what went on in that relationship where you know how it ended or whatever. So no, no, it's not happening. I'm not, I'm not comfortable with that because what, okay, you wanted your back done, but it could turn into something more substantial. So now you bring him around and we all together. That's messy, and I don't want to have nothing to do with that. No, you not gang gang if you sleeping with my ex. Uh, you not sleeping with him no more. Why are you being so? <laughs> okay. <laughs> he there's just like Big Mike what said. There's you, plenty Russia? of other fish in the sea. He could go find another fish. He don't gotta holler at my friend and be in her DMs. And again, like I said, she's not my friend. If she considered it or she brought that information to me or came to me and said, Oh, this is a dry spell. I'm thinking about it. What do you think? We not we not friends. None of my friends would state that to me. So what about the whole concept of an ex being in it? I think that they wouldn't do it. <laughs> what was your question, Josh? What about the whole concept of an ex being an ex, right? Yeah, they're an ex and they're in the past. So they should be in the past for my friends too. It's like, if you're gang gang, right? If I don't talk to them, you not talking to them either. Hmm. But what if y'all cool? Then that's, like what if even, they, worse. Bad then that's well. even worse. We're cool and you want to sleep with him. I mean, if they're an attractive person, a lot of people want to sleep with them, including there's, some. Again, friends. there's plenty of other fish in the sea. I'm not with it. That's stamp it, take it to the bank, cash it. That's my opinion. <clears throat> I think that's code. Like, no, you don't do that. I guess the uh, the bro code is hey, different. Um, are there still a lot of ladies in the chat? I'm, I'm curious to see if, if women co-sign that or is Facts. that yeah, ladies you, uh, that co-sign that. Chief, Mrs. Yizzy. Let's ask girl code exactly. I mean, the bro code is bros before hoes. So all you have to do is ask permission first. And if I say, okay, I might even give you some pointers like, oh, yeah, watch out for X, Y, and Z. It's, it's that simple. 
It's a no. That's what Yo, I'm getting. Get it's the, a no. Get the rose bartender, bro. It's over after that. The rose right. bartender. Kill her. <laughs> so I'm getting a whole bunch of it's a no and hell no's and hell nahs. So with that said, right, if you want to just smash your boy's ex, does that mean that you didn't take the relationship as serious? Like you're okay with one of your bros smashing your ex, but not being in a relationship with her. But again, at that point, it's not, it's not a, they're not in a relationship, number one. And they're only not a bro if they don't give a heads up. You got to let someone know before you get into their restricted airspace. Yeah, That's like if, if the move wasn't made before, it was like, bro, y'all you, you still fly? Be like, be like, oh, son. Yeah. Someone said, uh, we were talking about transferring energy. Here's a perfect example. It's just messy. I think it's messy. And I, again, I agree. I think if, if the shoe was on the other foot, the man would be upset. So, Casey, like, let's just take it like this. It's your ex. Y'all were together for five plus years. Y'all had I don't think they're plotting over that shit happened, man. It's possible. Um, but y'all had, let's say y'all had great sex, right? Some of, Maybe some of the best sex you ever had. And your bro came to you and was like, Bro, I know you're not with so-and-so no more. You know, she was looking kind of good. I ran into her at the mall or whatever. I'm thinking about, you know, clapping cheeks, as you would say, Kevin. <laughs> you okay with that? Knowing how the sex was, now you're like, damn, she giving it to this dude like she was giving it to me. You can't live with that. That's messy. Yo, so let me be clear. Let me be clear about Thank something. Right? Let me treat. first say that I'm not. I'm not trying to uh like advertise for this to happen what i'm saying is that like your ex is not yours anymore right they don't they never belong to you right they're back to the street and your ex if they got together that's whatever i mean if you want to do that bro go ahead so with that if you're cool with both your ex and your bro and it happens are you still cool with them after it happens yeah you said if I'm cool, wait, say that again. So you were saying before that you tend to like, you know, have good relationships with exes still. If you are cool with one of your exes still and your bro comes to you and is like, yo, thinking about, you know, smashing so-and-so and they do it, are you still cool with both parties after? Well, uh, you're missing a step. Like if they do it, Before the conversation is weird now, you know what I'm saying. But if like, yo, what's up with such and such? You, it's cool. I'm like, if I'm cool with it, I'll say I'm cool with it. But I'm not gonna say I'm cool with it if I'm not. Okay, I was just gonna ask, are you gonna be honest about being cool with it or not? Well, yeah. I mean, I'm a grown ass man. Woman life. Oh, you know, man, it's cool. And then being sad, like you can't believe it. Like nah, again, I, I think that so the. As the female in the conversation, I think that men have egos that they can't let go of. And I don't think that men are cool with that. Just saying. Y'all say, say what you want, That's but I don't believe it. Exactly. Y'all are not being honest. I don't. I think it would be a blow to your ego. Because what if he comes back to you and be like, oh, that shit was bomb. How you let I that go? Want, blah, I just blah, want blah, to blah. point out that only the women are saying that we're. Yeah. That's the <laughs> one. We also, can sniff the BS. So KG, let me let me add to your point, sir. Number two, honestly, Miss Ariella, there are times when I know ahead of you know ahead of time because I'm an Aquarian after all. 
that in terms of long-term compatibility, there's no chance, right? But at the same time, maybe in the back of my mind, like, oh, I have a friend that would be great for her. And they would have a happily ever after because that is the actual illustration of the bro code. Because and if you actually care about that person, you would care about their happiness as well. So I'm like, wait a minute, if I, we're not compatible long term, but one of my one of my bros are and that would make both of them happy. Why would I get in the way of that? I'm not going to let my emotions get in the way of that. That's ridiculous. That's that's the bro code in effect. I agree with what <laughs> Chloe just said. I get what you're saying. Why should you have to ask mm, Good question. Because he's my friend. He's my bro. Right. But if, you, if you're saying your ex is your ex, they're not your property or they don't belong to you or whatever, why should somebody ask permission to Hold on. Right, let, me, let me try it this way. How about this? When you made your point, we didn't agree with you, but we accepted it. It seems like rather than accepting what we individually say that just so happens to be the same thing, you don't want to accept it. You want us to actually think the way that you think. No, I just call BS, right? Because like I said, men have very large egos and I have... <clears throat> seen the tables turn, right? You say something one way in front of a crowd of people, but you're really not okay with it. Like, just say you're not okay, but y'all saying y'all cool, so fine. I hope it happens one day and we can live to talk about it because I would like to see it. I mean, it's already happened in terms of I've offered. I was like, yo, you know what? You probably be better with my friend over there. I've but already- did you really like that? Like, was it a substantial relationship? Did you really like love this woman? I tried to put my brother on an ex, straight like that. I mean, because he's a really nice guy. That's what I'm saying. Like, if they're if they're a perfect match, why would I get in? Why would I get in the way of that? That doesn't make any sense. Okay. Yeah, I mean, well, again, and ladies, we're not saying you're wrong. Maybe it's the brothers that y'all know probably fit that description. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I am, you know, I do question. have a, a very big ego, but everything that I do and all the decisions I make are not ego driven. So I'm not going to disagree. I am, you know, what I'm saying? Oh, stick my chest out, but this is what it is. Oh, so, so does it? That's a good question, actually. But before we get into that, does it depend on the ex, right? Like, are you okay with some some of your exes being holiday and some not? I mean, at the end of the day, if I'm back on the market and single, that's not a negative thing, regardless of what happens with the ex. So I've also asked, like I said, I've been, you know, I've been friends with exes, and I'm like, yo, we fly, right? We like super duper friends like yeah i'm like yo yo homegirl she um what's what's up <laughs> she's like no i'm like but hold on hold on we we're like legit friends we don't like each other at all so i don't understand what the problem is obviously there's more in my opinion that turns into a thing when there's more like if it's not actually over over like you still harbor feelings and emotions if there are no more feelings and emotions i mean you, you could care less but like if you want to do that bro go ahead okay 
But what if just no X, Y, and Z? Right. Uh-huh. I mean, again, from my perspective, that's sloppy seconds. If you want to sign up for that willingly and enthusiastically, go ahead. Nothing stopping you. Okay. So and these were good questions what here. If, what if the sliding in the DMs turn into wedding bills? Great question. Mm-hmm. You going to the wedding? Y'all double dating? Like, you damn, bro, you, I'm like, damn, bro, you cuffed it. I, I'm going to show up. <laughs> By you the are, but I'm going to Yo, KG. Because they, they're not, they're not, it's not computing. How often does this happen, KG? It happens a lot more often than people are willing to recognize. It's happened to y'all? I've seen that. I mean, we've seen it. Yeah. I'm not asking if you've seen it. I'm asking if it's happened to you, like you've lived it. Uh, which part? Oh, that would be vicariously. So yes. No, like directly to you. Has it so happened to one of your homies? Right. Dated an ex or got with an ex? I already offered. I already offered. If I already offered, then I'm already walking that walk. Okay. I've all hung up several times. This is true. But it might make a good point. Um, but what happens is what I have seen, because I've seen this a lot of times, what I have seen mm. is that you can, whether it's male or female, friends or not friends, if those two people like each other, ain't nothing you could do about it. Yeah, uh, I mean, I guess then they're going to be sneaky and those go are just behind your facts. back. If... Why be sneaky? They gonna do what they gonna do. It's none of your business. It's not, but I think, I think in the beginning, initially, it will be hidden from you if they think that you will feel away or if they know, they feel like it's wrong, they shouldn't do it. They're not gonna tell you right away. You may find out and then have to be okay with it, right? If you choose to. about this you have an ex right y'all broke up you ain't talking no more right you have a co-worker that y'all are like you ever get fly with a co-worker everybody's had it done it before right you got fly she like i met this guy da, 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 da. she start telling you more about him and you like is he from such and such and you like yeah do you say y'all used to deal with him and she like oh that's crazy but she not gonna stop dealing with him because you used to that's because well, she's not really my friend she's a co-worker I, I prefaced it by saying, "Have you?" Yeah, but no, it's different. I mean, a I guy guess. really fly with a coworker. We all have. Everybody. Okay. Come on, cuz. I'm just saying. Okay, I'm not agreeing with your perspective. I don't have to. I'm okay. accepting it for what it is. Right, but Big Mike, we're not saying that we would do that. We're the question was if someone else did that. That's a massive difference. Like, I, to me personally, I, w- I would not do that. I'm not I'm not going to crack your joint, bro. I, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, there's, there's, so, like, there's plenty of fish in the sea. Like, I, I'm all right. So, but why are you okay with your bro doing it? If you hold yourself to that same standard, why are you not holding somebody else to that? You're asking why yeah. I'm not holding someone else to my own personal yeah. standard? That's your bro. Your personal standard that you're a grown man. You okay? What you sound? You sound like you're getting a little too hyped up about it. I just asked a question. That's it. But oh, you guys man, are standing no, firm. You standing no. firm on that? That's cool. We right. We there's no it. there's no ambiguity there at all. <sighs> no, none from y'all. So, oh, 
Fellas, get in these guys' exes DMs because they don't care. Matter of fact, we'll send you the the IGs. I give you a couple lists. Matter of fact, um, hit up their OnlyFans page. I'm taking something off the top. From the of yeah, I want a finder's fee, ten percent. Not the worst. Really? Anyway. Really? Yeah, really. Okay, so now we've. Hold on. All right, go ahead, go ahead, KG. Hold on, I will say this. I will say this. Um, I do have. I do have. Like I could think and being like, not that one, bro. Nah, 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 not that one. That's what I asked you before. Talking, please. (laughs) That's only if, like, I'm I'm picturing it in my mind. Like, that's only if you still have feelings for that individual. If you break up with somebody, you no longer have feelings for that individual. I see no reason why not. Now, if you do, because that's the perspective that it seems like women are coming from, that they still have feelings for their ex, then yeah, you're gonna be wild, uncomfortable with that. She can be like, "Why you ain't telling me you were so funny? You're gonna want to kill yourself or her." You'd be sick. He wasn't funny. Yes, he was. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You're gonna turn it. To a hater on the slide. Oh, and then you're going to try to get now. back with her. Whatever. Mm, I was talking about from a woman's perspective. But right. yeah, what's the next topic? <laughs> okay, sounds like experience. But anyway, yes, what's the next topic? <laughs> Which shot. is Ladies Night QA, a brand new segment of Poetic Charm. And our first question comes from. I'm sure you know. Chloe did. <laughs> Dizzy, do you <laughs> hear a woman if she has gained weight during the relationship? Yo, can I go first on this? Please. Personal trainer, you are the most qualified to answer this question on the planet. Please continue. All right. So <clears throat> we all generally, right? are progressive forward thinking people, right? Um, we all want to be in sustaining, loving, healthy relationships. And in order to have respect and love, you have to have honesty. Sis, you slipping. You ain't get there yet, but you're on your way. And I'm telling you now because you don't want to get to the mountaintop, and then you be looking like, why you ain't telling me I'm fat? But I did tell you, I've been, I've been telling you all the time. But there's a way to go about it. Like when I say that, I don't want it to sound like, you know, you're, you're, um, you know, you're trying to tear them down. You know what I mean? But like, yo, like, I don't know if you notice it, but you're legit gaining weight. You always got something to say. Like, oh, all right. But you're going to get to a point. This is me. Fight me. Be like, yo, you walk around here looking like that. I don't do you like that. I don't do you like that. I ain't gonna be walking around. I don't nah, you gotta you gotta tighten that up. Yeah, you tell him. Yeah, you tell him. You tell him, you tell him as soon as you notice it, and you tell him regularly, but you tell him in a supporting, respectful way, consistent. Balance. Consistently. 
It's my opinion. Well, again, uh, again, you might be even more qualified to answer this, Miss Ariella. So if you were to tell one of your homegirls, one of your girls within the girl code that they are going through this, what would you say? Uh, I don't know, honestly. I've never had that conversation. Um, well, I mean, so can I say this? Go ahead. Just real quick. I, obviously, I do a lot of talking, right? If you don't tell her she's getting fat, you got game. If they don't tell you, you get fat. They don't love you like you think they do. So I think there's a difference, right? So getting fat and gaining a little bit of weight is different. I think you can notice if your friend has put on a little bit of weight, but she's not getting fat. And I guess maybe that's why I've never had that conversation because I can't say that any of my friends have gotten fat. Everyone has put on a couple of pounds. Everybody goes through things, stress, you know, maybe like depression, whatever. But I've never had that conversation. Now, if it's what clothes asking, how do you tell your man he's gaining weight? I think it's a little bit different. There's more intimacy there. You may be a little bit more comfortable, like behind closed doors. It's just y'all two to be honest about it or, you know, however your camaraderie is. If you always no. joke, say it in I, a joking way. I'd say that shit. Be like, Yo, I want you to be blunt and honest. Like, you see my shit not Right, smack my stomach and be like, bro, what is we doing? Like, you know, point, I want to know. But like, damn, I'm slipping. What's the point of being in a relationship filled with honesty and transparency if you can't just simply say it? But uh, there's a right way and a wrong way. I think the approach is always important, right? Some people That's are not very sensitive. Uh, Some people are not very sensitive to other people's feelings. I think when you gain weight, like you're a little bit more sensitive, especially if maybe you haven't really noticed it right away and somebody noticed it before you did. There's this like sensitive aspect, like you have to take their feelings into consideration. Like if you're telling someone they got fat versus gaining a little bit of weight, your delivery is very important. I swore I said that in the beginning. I'm not saying that you didn't. I'm just echoing it. That's all. Yeah, if it's unhealthy, I would agree. If it's unhealthy, it should be said. But that's why I said I can't say hey, what, what I would say because I've never, you know, none of my friends have gained like an unhealthy amount of weight where it seems like unhealthy. What, what do you mean? It seems like, you know, they're just sitting in the house all the time and you can tell that all they're doing is eating. They don't come out and like they're like tipping the scale to like oh being obese. That's different. Well, again, like I I work out. I'm a personal trainer. My thing is that like if you communicate that as you notice it, then I think that that is being aware. And everybody keeps talking about how I said it. I ain't said the way you said it was wrong. I think people are echoing that it's important to say the right way. It's important. It doesn't make a difference. It doesn't make a difference how you say it. But I already explained that. So what I'm saying now is that, like, I don't think that you should wait and assess whether the weight is healthy or not. If you notice it and you should notice it with your partner, in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? Like, you should notice if you get her hair done, if she change the color, if she do her eyebrows, if she use a different console or whatever they, they you gotta 
Oh, did you? You got to notice that. So you got to notice the weight too. Like, are you trying to gain weight or are you just gaining weight by mistake? Have the conversation. If you can get butt ass and do all types of freak butt neck and shit, y'all should be able to talk about something like that in a yes. very comfortable way. Agreed. I think it's different in friendships and intimate relationships, though, right? You're assuming that you and your intimate partner see each other on a very regular basis, right? Maybe y'all live together. It's different than when you see your girlfriends if you get together for a ladies' night once a month or something like that. In my opinion, it's easier to talk to your partner about something like that than it would be to one of your friends, depending on how often you see them. I don't know. I, I disagree with that, but that's cool. I don't think you dump them because they they gain or lose weight. I think that shit's shallow as fuck. Yeah, no. Can I curse on you? I really I curse. Of course, it's uh, it's blocked for people under eighteen. I think that shallow. No, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, Presley, I want to say so I know. Right, which makes sense because men tend to be more direct. So ladies be more direct, right? And women like to be more indirect. So like you said, Miss Ariella, be let's uh let essentially finesse her, right? Sure. Just say it in a nicer way. You gotta be like, damn, you getting fat. What you doing? Like, I didn't hear both of y'all. I heard Kev say if you pointed out a little bit as it goes, but I didn't hear what Kev said. What Josh said. I mean, at the end of the day, if you have a communication style with your significant other, I'm not I'm not sure how anything that they can say can actually honestly offend you because it's coming from a certain place that everyone else is not privy to. So they're the only people on the planet that can speak to you in that way. And they have your best interests at heart and they're just being observant. So if you can't take that truth, that nugget of truth, regardless of how it's delivered. And most likely it's not going to be delivered with disrespect, but it could be more direct than you're comfortable with dealing with. But at the end of the day, they are a man. Yo, if, you, if you're in a relationship and you can't tell the person that you're in a relationship flat out that you're getting fat, y'all lying to each other about a whole bunch of other shit. Yeah, a whole lot. If y'all can't be that transparent, that that's to me, that's a red flag right there. And Big Mike says the other part of it, though, is that if you say it the wrong way or say it too much, there may be a guy at work who likes bigger women and tells her she loves her size. And then what? So I'm not saying that you shouldn't tell your partner if you feel like they're gaining weight. My whole point was, and I think everybody has echoed it, it's all in the delivery and how you say it. And I, I think I would, I guess, maybe disagree with you a little bit, Josh, right? However they say it to you is how you should receive it. No, I could be feeling very sensitive. I could be, you know, going through some stuff that maybe I didn't automatically share with my partner. And you saying it to me one day, maybe you just having a hard day at work or something. And you just like, you know what? I'm tired of this chick getting fat. I'm going to tell her finally for once and for all. And it just comes out like word vomit. And it just like hurts her feelings and her ego. Like, wow, how long have you been feeling like this? So again, there is always a time and a place and a right way. Getting fat since you've been getting fat, and it's been bothering me the whole time. See, exactly. (laughs) You shouldn't break her the person's confidence. 
it's a nice way to say it. Like, you know, maybe I think we should start going on walks because, you know, it seems like since yeah, you've been about, home, you gained uh, five pounds. Apparently, telling the truth is breaking people's confidence. What's your question, KG? My question is simply this, right? So if, so if, what's the, that, that last comment should break their confidence. God damn it. I don't even, you know what? I don't got no question. Don't make sense. <laughs> Again, I don't think people are not are saying don't be honest. You have to tailor your message to your audience so it can be received properly and not internalized and turn into something worse. That's all. Because if a person feels like you're bashing them by telling them that, and then they go and gain more weight, what happens? Oh, there was no like nothing the, resolved there. At the end of the day, right? Let me ask this. If you're gaining or losing weight, the way that you look, does that impact your partner? Does Should that be any of their business? Whether you gain weight or lose weight, are they impacted by that at all? Are they invested in whether that is a lot or is a little? If you gain 100 pounds or lose 30 pounds, is it their business because it's your body? Because you're their significant other? If it's, if it's unhealthy. My opinion is yes. My question is yes or no. Does it impact your partner? Yeah. Yeah, what? It impacts them. I mean, right? They notice okay. it. And so if that's your significant other and the choices that you make for your body impact that individual, it should be a free discussion. That should be something that you're comfortable discussing. What is with the kid gloves and telling somebody that they're fat? You're getting fat. So we need to exercise. You're getting skinny. She don't like skinny dudes. Like, yo, you was in the gym. What are you doing? You should be able to tell him that. That's my personal opinion. That's how I operate in a relationship. I think that that's a healthy way to do it. Some people are more sensitive. Everybody doesn't have the same thick skin. They want to, you know, they want to put dresses on their words before they deliver them. That's cool. I'm Whatever works for you, please just give me the raw truth, man. I don't, I got stuff I'm actually trying to do. I don't got time to be figuring out how to say it. I said it. So again, Mr. Ariel, do you have any suggestion for the men on how to broach the subject? Like what can they actually say? Um. Yeah, so I mean, again, I think it's different for every person, how they want their honesty given to them. If they want it raw or if they want it kind of sugar-coated, you have to, you know, you, you know, you know, you know your partner. Hello, can I speak? My fault. You um know your partner and their communication style very well, I would think, if you're thinking of approaching them with this. But also, don't come in any in a lot of situations. I will say, don't come to the table with a problem if you don't have a solution. So yes, not saying that you have to solve my weight gain, but if you're like, yo, like I noticed that it seemed like you know you're getting a little fluffy. Maybe we should go for walks, like I said, or, hey, you want to start getting up early in the morning with me and hitting the gym when I go, like incorporating them together. And I just been like, you're fat. Deal with it. I mean, it's interesting because I think the the most 
stereotypical question of married couples and not saying if it's all married couples is that am i getting do i look fat in this dress what do you how are you supposed to answer now are you supposed to sugarcoat and be like yeah no you can answer honestly was it? Like, am i what do i look fat in this dress that's like the pivotal question oh yeah do i look fat in this dress be like you gained a couple pounds or it's not as as it doesn't fit like it used to it's a little tighter I wouldn't understand that. I'd be like, am I do I am I fat or no? Be like, I mean, well, you, again, I prefaced it with you know your partner's communication pounds. style. I'd be like, yo, me. Right. You know your partner's communication style, so you know how to deliver the message the way your partner likes it. Okay, so in order to do it politely, you must use subliminal. <laughs> <laughs> what you say, Josh? Alluding to is subliminal messaging. So use use subliminal messaging, right? Yeah, if it'll work for your partner, unless you know it's persons like hey. Kevin, like you said, give them the blunt honesty. Like, yeah, yo, you. Oh no, no, you no. Speak. I mean, you're you're speaking complete facts because subliminal messaging totally works for fitness ads. And everything else, so it makes sense why it would work on your significant other. It, it, it makes sense. Yes, like I said, it depends on your partner and their communication style. There's no hmm. one size fits all. RKG, <laughs> and the last question from the ladies tonight, also submitted from Clodiz. This should be an interesting one. How does a man know when Ooh. she's the one I'm actually looking for uh big Mike and Mikhail in the comments to uh, answer this one, but also KG, please give it a go, sir. <laughs> I mean, it's a, I would say that's a massive difference. And I meant to say that to Ebb, we just didn't have time, but it, it is a massive difference because if you, if you say that inverse, and you say that to a girl, that's completely different than a guy, number one. Number two, girls are attracted to different things than guys. So what would be parameters for girls may not be parameters for guys. I mean, like, in my opinion, that's like you're losing your hair. You should get a man weave because I met you with hair. Like, oh, OK, well, we've had two kids together. I don't like saggy titties. You need to get a new set. I'll get a week. You get some new sits. <laughs> it is what it is. Um, my opinion about when she, you know she's the one. Um, try not to be long-winded on this. Um, the one. The one for men is based on the timing in their life, not necessarily the woman in the connection. I mean, you get older and you be like, oh, man, like, I made a mistake. You'd be like, well, I'm, I made, made a mistake now. So I either fix it or I rock with it. Because for the most part, men aren't like, oh, he met the, the one. She's, I mean, that's very rare. It happens, though, but it's rare. It's more or less like this is the time of my life where I'm ready to kind of settle down and get away from certain types of things. And this is the woman who's here with me. She's consistent. She has 
boo boo bop. So I'm gonna lean with it. Not like, oh, I always wanted a woman just like this. It's more or less like, all right, it's go time. You ready? Let's go. You ready? You don't me? say it that way. I mean, you have to, um, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you don't say it that way. Uh, you have to, uh, you got to tell her that you like the other dress. But at the same time, I don't think in hindsight, like, I don't, I don't think right away men always know that that's how they feel. Like they don't know that it's because of timing. You know what I mean? They look at it like they feel like they're ready. That's the woman that they're ready for and with. Not like, hey, they were ready for themselves at that time. Right. I mean, the thing is, is that why I believe marriage is so difficult is because let's say you get married at 25, right? Now, when you're 35, you've grown and you've evolved. You've pushed yourself to the brink. You've constantly lived on the edge and trying to become your best self. You've become a whole nother person. You a whole nother motherfucker, man. You've grown. You've done the, you've done the work. If she didn't do the work too, y'all not going to connect, bro. Y'all going to have something other than what you actually deem as solid. Something you actually deem as the one. It's timing. That's the answer. Definitely it's an unfortunate answer, but it's not. And Mikhail says, I think about all that I want to accomplish in life. Amen. Will she add or subtract from my life? The value. I love that. Can I trust her, particularly as the mother of my, our future children? Wonderful introspective questions from an Aquarian. Will she challenge me and yet still ride out for me, even if I am wrong sometimes? Either it's a choice to be made, not a magical moment. This ain't Disney. That's what I'm talking about, Mix. It sure ain't. I think that. I think that I, I mean, that's spot on, but the, the real of that is that anytime you decide to make uh, a woman wifey, like you're going to be in a committed relationship, like you really going to be like, that's my girl. And like you proclaim that you ask yourself the same things. You don't even got to get married for that. Like you go through that as an individual to be in a committed relationship. So when we're going to do that and get married, it's really about us as men, not necessarily about her. I mean, Josh, you tell me if you disagree. Or Mikael, tell me if you disagree with that. I mean, it's my I mean, I, I definitely don't disagree. I definitely agree with you in that it is with timing, right? Because you're going to want different things at different stages of your life. At, you know, let's say in your 20s, you want someone who's fun. In your 30s, you want someone who's going to be a possible chairman of the board on your corporation is to me it's a massive difference it's it's a right, but both, of those, both of those women both of those women need to be a rider they need to support you they need, like at both points you need that because that's the foundation for what it is right right so for what he said it was profound like it's he's a hundred percent spot on but you need that regardless the question was i, I definitely agree with that it's really like yo like so how do you know when you found the one you don't. It's when you got ready to be like, all right, then. Unless you found one, in which case, you know, stepped in shit. Congratulations, brother. Right. And uh, I agree with both y'all. It's not no Disney-ish, right? So it's a conscious 
decision. Mm-hmm. It's an it's an adulting, you know, man decision, right? So you're you're looking at things macro, so long term. You're not just looking at things in the moment as you would in your twenties. And you know, as Mix is saying, wife status is on another level for me. That's nothing to be taken lightly. I agree. Is it someone you would potentially put as CEO in your company? So you're not you're not thinking about them as normal girls. If that makes sense, or ladies, or women. Girlfriend. How does a woman know? I guess we'll save that for another time. Yeah. Or actually, Miss Ariel, if you wanna if you wanna give it a go. No, good. <laughs> Q and A for the fellas. Fair enough. That's well, corny. Like, help the people. What? What? Real, real quick. I just real quick. Wrap it up real quick. Can't can't be real quick. I'm not real quick on that. <laughs> people will have to tune in next time to find out. I guess. <laughs> well, guys, thank you once again for joining us, KG and Miss Ariella, and thank you everyone in the comments for your amazing input and joining us as well. We'll be back next week at 9 p.m. for another live episode of Poetic Charm. Thank you and enjoy your evening. Sure they got me brainless. Hey, 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 and I don't want to stand it. Hey, I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. People already eavesdrop. If you're out here having dope ass conversations while you're lit, it's like, why not? Why not put it into a podcast? He makes podcasts. He's here outside of the city. Pick his brain. I'm going to just be here. And you two were just going at it back and forth.